live right now. Yeah, yeah, we're live. Oh, the episode started? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it, so that's called a code open. I didn't hear like a, I didn't hear a, what's going on, guys? And I was like, oh, <laughs> No, no, no. So, so we start with the code open, and I go, all right, let's go ahead and bring the show in. Oh, my be, God. Yeah. You got to be careful. That's when I say things that I don't want people to hear, like literally in cold open. I told you, always assume it's a hot, hot mic. But you know what? Let's go ahead and bring it in. <clears throat> Yeah, hold away. I, if I'm clearing my throat, you can't be clearing your throat at oh, the same sorry. time. That's, I thought we were doing it's, it's weird. It's I thought weird we were doing it together as a team thing. <laughs> we're, we are not doing anything together except for this podcast. <laughs> All right, let's Y'all get it in. messed up. What's really good, pastors? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. And listen, if you buy your phones, if you're outdoors, just please make sure you look. We've all been looking for MTV Bananas for a long time. We have no idea where he's at. If you find him, please Antonio. alert us. I swear, we're going to send out a search party sooner or later, you know, when we stop being lazy or drunk, whichever comes yes. first. He'll be back one of these days. But today we get into discuss episode two of The Challenge, 37 Spies, Lies, Allies. How you guys doing today, gang gang? It's good. Good. Chilling. It's Wednesday. Yeah, look at <laughs> all that energy. Love it, love it, love it. You guys ready to go ahead and get into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. It was definitely Shirzies. an interesting episode. All right. So starting off, we get um, you know what? Wait, a couple of shout outs before we go on. One, big shout out to the Unbothered Challenge group. Two, big shout out to Gamer Vav. Three, make sure you visit Shop the Challenge for all of your custom challenge gear. Back to the episode. We start off where we left off last time, and that is the introduction of Ed. Ed. That's his name. Ed, not Eddie. Agent Ed. Agent Ed. Um, what is your first impressions on Ed? He comes in, he seems like a cool guy. Um, um, Logan Hedrick, he he asked for opinions of what do you guys think of Ed? And I just said he's a he comes off as a little big easy to me. In a good way. I was gonna say which way? Because Big Easy from day one with me always made me feel very uncomfortable. In a good way, just in a you know, I'm a party guy kind of way. I know, and I like you know, he came in, he's bringing some real good energy. He seems really excited to be there. I'm like, yes, let's see more of this. I'm I'm really actually excited to see him. What is he from again? The the circle or the circle. He... I'm the surprised. Circle? I'm surprised it took this long to actually get somebody from the circle. How there long has is... the circle been on? Like two years? Didn't it? It was did... it was really, really popular when it came out because it was right when lockdown started. Yeah. And okay. I didn't everybody watch it. was binging it. But yeah, no, a lot, there are a lot of popular people on the first season. There was a lot of real, like, people were standing a lot of the first season people that are from um, the challenge world. And and people are just like, fuck the second season? I think it's still new. I think it's kind of, I think it's, I, I don't even know, I think it just finished, but I think people are not in lockdown anymore. So it's a little bit harder to... To binge a show? Off subject a little bit. Did you guys see that Netflix is having a little challenge game thing? Yes. I, I thought that it was coming for the challenge, and then they released a clip, and it look it looks more like a Big Brother. What do they call it in Big Brother when they have a physical activity? A comp. It looks more like a Big Brother comp. 
Well, let's be honest. The first the couple of work? seasons of the challenge were very similar to Big Brother comps. Like, yeah, the very first season. But this thing has been on for thirty-seven seasons. They stopped that shit a long time ago. Yeah, but if we, if you're like us and we've kind of watched it since the beginning, we remember when it was these, you know, circus games and cartoonish, you know, kind of kid games. Uh, so. I can see it evolving. I mean, they're going to see that these other more aggressive games are out there, but also you see Big Brother is still popular, so they yeah. have pretty, I mean, you know, lame The, the challenge challenges. hasn't been, been that in a while. Let's go ahead and move into A Block, which is good old house drama. Uh, first thing is Kels ended up in Tori's bed. Shocker. <laughs> so none of us are surprised that happened. On the cover of No Shit News, we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Here goes the funny thing is, because it really seems like this woman has a type, <laughs> and Jordan doesn't fit it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, he does. What are you talking about? How so? Uh, super athletic guys. Yeah. Uh, did like it's super athletic? Like, do you remember her first boyfriend on the show? <laughs> no, but. You know um, yeah, but she, she, like she was with like a meathead on uh, Morgan on her. Are you the one was like her match that didn't work. And then they tried doing second chances type thing. And he was this big old muscle bound dude. And Well, yeah. usually on that show, it's not necessarily their type. It's kind of against their type because obviously but, their but types episode don't work two. for a reason. So she already hooked up with Fessy in the off season. And like one of the first things you do when you get to the house, you're already in bed with somebody. I don't know. She's it, it, it a seems single like, chick. And that is fine. But I don't know. Is this some type of like mourning period or something? Well, here, well let, let's just say there's a rebound period after a big relationship. Oh, and that's always that does, what happens. That does make sense. Just rebound. I'm going to get it in. But she makes it seem like she's so ready for, you know, oh, I'm, I'm here to secure the bag. I'm here for the money. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm not here to get really distracted. Exactly. And here you are getting pretty fucking distracted by a rookie with a British accent. Hey, did you see those muscles, though? I don't blame her because he Not is. The, I, I think I must have missed him. He's he's a um, good looking guy. <laughs> now, the fun one is Nelson, Berna, and Ashley. And Nelson is already talking like he likes his Berna girl. <sighs> Nelson! Ashley, uh, what do you make of this A-block drama? Uh, between these two. I, I know we talked about Nelson and Ashley, but it, it just seems like so much can fucking go wrong. This Nelson, has to be a bad idea, right? Nelson knows Ashley. That's like, he's literally like been there for all of her smashly craziness. Like he has to know she is not necessarily, a, even if she's not in a relationship, when you're in the house and you're hooking up with her, you better believe that you're not hooking up with anybody else. And on the flip side of that, he knows her. He knows all of the shit she's been into, all of the crazy shit, all of the Hurricane Ashley and Smashley shit. He knows all of this, too. So being for the fact that they both know all of this, this has to be such a fucking bad idea. It's so bad. So funny. So I, I, funny. I just love how Tyler is over there sitting in the corner like, I'm just so much better than this conversation. When are we going to talk about the daily? It's not that I'm better than the conversation, but uh, I'm one of those um, elite challenge fans that uh all the hookups mean nothing to me i'm wow. in that category of there could be no hookups the entire season and i'm good to go 
like leave that for like all the Reddit people and all the Facebook people that like want to like no no this okay. what I'm trying to say by that no I'm not ba- I'm not bashing him but I'm saying those guys are the real detectives let them be like oh I heard it like in this in between episode one and two these guys hooked up then we talk about it that's more fun than like watching two people lay in bed like I can do that all over the internet I don't want to do that during my challenge time it's not about the the hookup. Because, yeah, they hooked up, but it was about the drama that came from the hookup because Nelson is a hot ass. Nelson always be looking to double dip and get him, you know, get get his. I mean, he's Nelson. We expect this. So that leads to the drama, which leads to now Berna thinking that she's about to get, you know, put into elimination because for some reason, Ashley has all this power, which is kind of true. But kind of not true because people that, really know her. That is way ahead of, of where we're at. Um, sticking with the A block drama, uh, we hear a lot about Fessy having to do this season during the holy month of Ramadan. If you guys don't know what Ramadan is, Ramadan is one of the most holiest months of uh, uh, in Islam. And mm-hmm. it's a month where we fast from sunup to sundown. We do get up very early in the morning. We're able to get some food in us. But while the sun is up, no food, no water, um, you know, no sex, no smoking, none of that stuff. What um, really? Yeah, we well, just uh, during the refrain, daylight hours. Just during the daylight hours. Okay. Um, but uh, but like a lot of times, people <laughs> will skip out on a lot of stuff. I used to uh, I would not watch any TV during that month, and and other people have other stuff too. They give up certain things. Uh, a lot of times, people will stop smoking. Uh, if they drink, they would definitely stop drinking because they're not supposed to be even drinking <laughs> in the first place. So uh, we're getting to see this a lot in its forefront. I really do like the fact that Fessy is able to represent this segment because there are a lot of Muslims in America and there are a lot of Muslims around the world. And hear him talk about it and some of the struggles that he has with it. What has it been like for you guys to hear about how he's um, um, celebrating and respecting this uh, holy month of Ramadan on the show? For me, it's humanizing him. Like, like we're seeing these guys on TV, like that are like these reality stars, but it shows that he's like a real person. Like, if that makes any sense, like, and it's actually making me find Fessy interesting. He's actually a guy that has more depth to him, and I, I feel like the fact that he's he's not like diving deep into being like everybody listen to what I have to say. He's just like, no, I can't because this is my religion. This is what I'm going through. I just, I, I don't know. I like it. It's uh, a flavor of Fessy that we've never seen. Pause. A flavor of Fessy. It just rolled off the tongue, man. I can't help it. This is... Pause again. I mean, it come just on. Hap- it pause. just happened. Somebody press the pause button. Becky, how does this you feel? <laughs> I can't. But anyway, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I know about Ramanat. I actually had a a coworker of mine who I actually sat down and talked about it with him a little bit um, because, you know, he's uh, Muslim as well. So he's really into it and he does it only of obviously he's very fixed into it. So, I mean, it it's a religious thing. It's just like fasting for, you know, Catholics at Easter, you know, obviously more intense uh, than than the Catholic religion, I think, because of, of the fact that you can't eat it all. And and that would be hard for me, like a lot. So much respect <laughs> for anybody who can spend the, the daylight hours, which are long right now, not eating because I, I, I not being able to eat until almost eight o'clock when it's dark out. I would be a very crabby person. Especially 
especially more so for athletes, just because like he's like, I, I mean, he's training and he's in shape. And I feel like he has like such a high calorie intake on average leading up to this for the challenge that this has got to be, I don't know, that's got to be difficult. I, I played soccer with a guy that had to do this before. And like when you're trying to like train in like 100 degree weather and like you can't have any water, like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. He, you can tell he's very like Reserved. low energy, like mm-hmm. his energy is like right here. So he's like storing it for for later on because he knows that, you know, he's and, he's got to manage. Interesting, yeah, absolutely. One more interesting tidbit. Um, Islam is based on the lunar calendar, which means it moves. Ramadan moves back about uh, 11 days every year. So. Ramadan isn't always in the summer. It could be in the winter. It could be in the fall. But when it's in the summer, it can be really, really difficult. I remember I was in high school and I was wrestling and playing football. So Ramadan was very difficult during that time, especially being an athlete. Because like you said, it's hot. You need water. High caloric intake. It is. It can be very difficult. But, you know, some of it is definitely on. Some of it is definitely on fate. And that's going to carry you through a certain amount. Uh, I countered it by doing a lot of day sleeping. That's fair. So if I, if I was able to sleep during the day, I'd like, this is, this is where I'm going to catch it. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the daily. Today's daily is called... Is it, is it Hilo Heist? Okay. It was Heli Heist or something like that. Uh, it Heli had Heist, helicopter yeah. or something in there. God. Who, like, who names this shit? Somebody just like, this is the one. Anyway, so... <laughs> uh, this they're, daily... They're, they're interns fucking interns so anyway <laughs> they uh they got their partners in the helicopter they got to toss down these bag of gems and the whole backstory about somebody's invaded hq and did a shut the fuck up we don't need it um so for the daily i thought it was, i thought it was actually really really cool the explosion at the end of the foot race was completely unnecessary right the Foot race probably wasn't even necessary. I think it was just a prerequisite before you got the explosion. And they got this whole helicopter, and I could have sworn they'd done something like this before, um, like big rig trucks. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good challenge. Uh, Anybody was able to do it, even though I thought the men who was running at the end definitely benefited more. And for some reason, not a lot of them was really close. When it got to that foot race section, there was large discrepancies. What do you guys think? Yeah, what actually caused that huge ass discrepancy between it? I feel like a good portion of that was because the people who maybe took time or maybe found a way to put it in the bags properly. I feel like some people had bags kind of strewn around. Like who was saying that he was getting like, you know, pounded in the face? With, yes, Tommy. Yeah, with gems. He's like, he's like, yes, I told her to aim for my face, and she's getting me. Boss, and- <laughs> you. You did see Corey L um, when he was going. Corey L was just throwing him straight into the sunroof, like he was catching him, throwing him straight down. But like yeah. they had a bag attached to them that they were supposed to put it in every time they caught it. Obviously, it takes a second to put it in before you can catch another one. But we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. 
Um, what I think they should have done in this challenge, because I, I like to look at these challenges, even if they're perfect, and see what I would add to it or change. They should have had the foot race at the beginning and the end, personally. And the first person to the car should have gotten like an extra gem. And then at the end, the first person done got an extra gem. Because otherwise, I agree, running really does nothing. Like, it should have just been they pass through an, an exit and explosions go off in the car. I'm just sorry. I just thought it was hilarious the watching them run with the bags. Yeah, <laughs> running with the little purses full of gems. I was Jesus like, you Christ. guys aren't used to this. <laughs> did, even though I did like this daily, I thought it was a really cool daily. I don't think it did like a whole bunch. Um, Did anything else from this daily really stick out to you guys? I mean, Emmy is uh, over dramatic, like She's way over dramatic. Really oh, yeah. At, like, at the end, we did get an Emmy uh, freak out. But you know what it is? Uh, what, what show? Was she? she was on Survivor, right? Survivor, Survivor yeah. Romania. I'm thinking maybe she's just, I don't know, maybe this whole TV and this whole atmosphere, this atmosphere is very different from Survivor. In nah. fact, outside of the social game, in my opinion, and Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong, outside of the social game, there's not a lot of aspects from Survivor that transfer well over to the challenge. It's, it's, they're very similar, actually. It's just like your body's more beat up on Survivor, so it takes a more mental toll on you because you're physically drained. Here's the thing. This isn't because she's afraid of being on TV or the spotlight or anything. What's the easiest way to get cast back if you're not from the Challenge family? Is to be a character that is memorable. Very simple. Why has every, why has everybody from Are You The One not made it through? Because they're not like Devin. They're not like Tori. They're not like Cam. They don't stand out. Well, if Emmy wants to come back, maybe she's just a really smart person and knows if I'm overdramatic and I'm, you know, taunt people when I do well and I cry when I do bad, I'm a character now. I'm bringing in the, I'm bringing in people to talk about. We're talking about her right now. If she just finished that challenge and walked over like every other rookie girl in this season, then we wouldn't have talked about her. I think you are 100% right, especially with the hair. And the, okay, Mr. TJ. You know, I think I think she's a lot more savvier than everybody thinks. I think everybody everybody taking it at face value as her just being immature or whatever, or just while an hour having a meltdown, are really not seeing that she's Cultural playing a much bigger game. Cultural maybe. shock. Maybe, maybe. I, 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 but, I don't think I'm able to really speak on Romanian well, <laughs> culture. But they're also in at- Croatia, and they're with multiple people from different countries as well. So like, well, what is is uh, the other guy the tattoo? Emmanuel, the, the, Emmanuel. yeah, the Jordan Emmanuel. knockoff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! I mean, it's are true. we there already? Yeah, it's true. Ow. Sorry, Jordan can dance. I I I don't I don't know. I'm just I, saying. Know, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I just know Jordan can't dance. He's I've from never o- seen he's from anything. he's from Oklahoma, so probably not. <laughs> anyway. Is he from Oklahoma? I believe so. Wow. Anyway. I watched Real World Portland. <laughs> and so I did, did not. I. Actually, Portland was Portland was one of the last of the good good seasons. Really, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, go ahead, Becky. What were you saying? But, I'm but what I was <laughs> yes. saying was, do you really think she was afraid of heights, though? With the way she was leaning out of the helicopter. If not I'm afraid all. of heights, I not am not she going anywhere all. near the edge. Did you see the way Big T was doing it? She was like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. that's afraid of heights. Very you know? big discrepancy. I definitely feel you on that. I, I think she definitely played up the the whole fear of heights thing. 
every time you're brought onto the challenge, that is an interview. You you got the job to win money that season, but it's also an interview to get brought back another season. There's a reason why like everybody's like, I just taught my mind because I was watching it on Pluto TV. We're not sponsored, should be, but we're not. (laughs) But I was watching the challenge, free agents, and Brandon, who everybody loved, gets knocked out. That whole season, he was vanilla, just plain Jane, had no flavor to him, was just kind of there, the guy on the wall. He was so plain. Everybody was okay with just throwing him in because he would just not even rock the boat. Wait, who? Yeah. Brandon. Brandon. Who we all liked, but, you know, not everybody everybody built for him. That just shows you, I have no idea who you guys are talking about right now. (laughs) He's pretty significant. (laughs) There's like only one good Brandon. Uh, But anyways, my my point to that is, it's like, literally, you have to be memorable because like everybody that we've kind of, I'm surprised Nam was brought back because he was kind of just on the wall last season because he was hot but there you go that's the aspect but mostly these people if you don't stand out you're not going to come back these are facts so at the end of the daily uh fessy and esther they get the w um but right before that tj says lauren uh is is out we have no idea why. Oh, she did. She did go on live and say something. She, she said something it. about it being traumatic and that she was booted, even though they didn't have any evidence. Do you know what it is, Becky? According to a couple of different uh, sites, it was either one of two things. It was a possibly a racially insensitive thing, which I think people always jump to, or she was the one that called Anissa a predator, and they. Like looks like a predator, or acts like a predator. Acts like a predator. Acts like a predator. Oh, okay. I so was like, one of like, those is mean. One of those is uncalled for. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, well, I mean, she's she's admitted to walking in on guys while they're in the shower, so she could look at them while they're in the shower. Like yeah, she's admitted cool. to this, so she does have traits that could be considered predatory. Uh, and it's also very uncomfortable. You shouldn't. Like a guy shouldn't have to be worried that you're gonna walk in on the shower. Like, yeah, you're in did a she, challenge house. Did she call her a predator like on the show? I I think they said, and she said something on her live, like they didn't have a chance to roll back the tape to see what she said before they just were like, We gotta cut her out and just send I don't her even out. know who she is. I can't remember who they, she they is. Edit, they, they edited her out, out super heavy. Like so she was like, maybe you got a glance of her. Uh, the only glance you seen was I think is when she picked a partner. Yeah. And like that was it. No interviews, no camera time oh. outside of walking around in the backyard, uh, in the background. Man, crazy. She was done. I mean, she yeah, was she, Josh's partner. So she they, said that she got she got gaslighted. I, I wouldn't be surprised. But somebody basically somebody said is she called Anissa a predator for how she treated the guys. And um, that somebody uh, somebody else said it could be possibly simply racially insensitive, which not well, a shock. How she just. Well, I think she. I think that she believes that she might get back on the challenge at some point. Only reason that's keeping her quiet. But I'm so su- I'm surprised Pink Rose or Gamer haven't figured this out. You guys need to go out there and do your job. Right. There's, a, there's uh, us. Us Weekly has a whole report out on it and everything. And do they? Um. Yeah. I just quick, quick Google was the first thing that popped up. Um. <laughs> but uh, here be- before we talk, I mean, it really, I, I. I Sorry, I don't really care to talk about her because I don't really care if I she wasn't memorable. She got edited out for a reason. She's not on the show, and we get Amber back, which I think is fantastic. Huge I think it's fantastic, also. Like, she's, I don't know why she wasn't there the first time. She's looking good. Like she came out yeah, looking money like money would do that. Money would do that. Remember Jamie Foxx when he first started? 
Look at him now. <laughs> you know what? You know what it kind of reminded me. So when they showed her, they kind of showed the the crowd, the the contestants, and the the rookies just clap because you know they're they're mindless uh, kids that have no idea what's going on. So it's kind of <laughs> oh you were, yeah yeah yeah. You but, have no respect for the rookies. No, because like if I was on the show, I would hope everybody would be shitting on me until I established myself as a challenger. Um, but when you when they were panning, you saw like. Uh, Tori's face and you saw Anissa's face and you saw Ashley's face and they were just like and then Josh was excited it reminded me of Rivals 2 when Cara Maria <laughs> came back and nobody said anything nobody clapped Paula was pissed off and Cook's like clap for my goddamn partner this is awesome <laughs> like She's that's like, what it yes. reminded me of oh man they were so mad because you could just tell they were not happy to see her Cook and was Josh, like I might be yeah. able to win <laughs> Josh got a huge upgrade huge upgrade here yes I, I, I would say so, too. And Nadine made a comment here. Uh, she said, I mean, if a guy did that to women, like what Anissa is allegedly doing to men, it would you know, be a very big thing. She's not wrong, but here's the thing that, that I'm, not, I'm not defending it, but like if you watch like every real world season, like the first episode, I feel like this is like a, 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 a common occurrence where like people are like taking a shower to go downtown and like the guys walk in, the girls walk in and there's like a little like, peeking around the corner to like maybe see him every first episode of the real world has that and yes. mtv leaves it in i don't i'm not saying it's right but i'm saying this isn't like new no and there's a reason why those bathrooms are designed that way um and, and it was all for a reason but as the social landscape is changing as we know more as we get better as a society as a whole god like i i know we are making small adjustments but we are trying but as we get better, this kind of stuff becomes less and less and less uh, acceptable, as it should be. We're all grown. We're all learning a little bit more. A lot of that boys will be boys or the innocent shit just doesn't fly the way that it used to. So, I mean, I'm not out here. You know, I'm not going to sit out here and try to spank Anissa, but it is what it is. Let's go ahead and keep pause. it Pause. <laughs> Pause. That's you. How's that pause? I don't know. You, you said something that was, you want to spank know. Anissa? Yeah. What the heck, man? That's not a pause moment at all. all you saying was... you want to? Yes. You saying you want to taste fessy? I didn't That's... say that. I said it's a different flavor. <laughs> when I talk about people as boring, I call them vanilla. So if you're not yeah. vanilla, you're you have flavor to you. He That's has no a... seasoning. <laughs> yeah, he's got. Gosh, whatever. <laughs> Tell them you're like, mm, vanilla, mm, chocolate. <laughs> All right, let's fast. Let's fast forward, please. Fast forward, okay? It's okay, gone okay. to the point where now Tyler is is a predator. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just uncomfortable. No, I'm point. I'm just I'm just at the I'm just at you know Costco getting free samples. <laughs> That's what All he's right. implying. I love it. <laughs> so, um, uh, Fessy Esther gets to win. Let's go ahead and move into Club Night. Club Night. Ashley goes up to Nelson and says, confesses, or she confesses to Nelson that she is starting to catch feelings, which throws Nelson for a loop because he's like, yo, it was just a lot of fun, you know, just hooking up, keeping it light, keeping it easy while I try to bang this, you know, chick from Romania. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, what do you make? Uh, listen, Ashley was dead wrong for that. She knew what time it was. And everything was fine until somebody else started playing with one of her toys. And now she wants to play with it again. It's I, immature. She's too grown for that. If you look, obviously not a real thing. If just, you look at Ashley's history, 
even if with guys that she doesn't really that she's not really into it happened to on what what was it um it was like a rival season where she hooked up with uh Kara's cousin Kyle it was on, on oh no Jamie. Jamie on rivals three yeah yes. Jamie on rivals three and then Kyle later on no 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 but but it, oh yes tell the story this, that, is, this well, that's is different great. that's a different season but anyway. <gasps> wait a minute and Hunter and Corey off season she got OTYB yeah <laughs> Well, not all yeah. of them. Yeah. Corey off season, Hunter, yeah, and now well, Nelson. What about young Fessy? Bucks, gotta Isn't gotta he bang them all. In this? No, no. Fessy was hey. out of Young Bucks after. Don't be disrespectful. Did you just say you gotta bang them all? Leave yeah, it's like, it's, it's you... like Pokemon. You just gotta collect them all. You gotta catch them. No, no, just... no, no, no. Listen, we're, no. that's not oh, a bad thing. Wow. It's, it's, oh, good, for, it's, good for Ashley. It's, good. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> this just shows that TYB is a bunch of sluts. <laughs> but it, technically, it, so I, I, I'm <laughs> going to jump the homie. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to jump on what Becky was saying. So on Rivals Three, her and Jamie, Cara's cousin, cousin, were cousin. hooking up a bunch. And one time they were at the club night, and Jamie was just like talking to somebody, and a girl like leaned in to talk to him, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I think they're talking about the game. Nicole. And Ashley was, yeah, it was Nicole, and Ashley freaked mm-hmm. out, ran to the bathroom. And was freaking out. And Nicole, like, walks in the bathroom like, I gotta pee. And Ashley's like, no, you're not allowed to pee. Get the fuck out of here. I hate you. (laughs) Nicole's like, what the fuck? Why am I getting told to piss myself? I just gotta gotta pee. And yeah. Trying to use the bathroom. Didn't even see it coming. Wow, I just made a TYB connection. That is so wrong. Oh, you're so wrong. But to your point, Malik, to your point, Malik, this maybe was not a smart move on, on Ashley. And I don't think it was a smart response on Nelson. I mean, Ashley did already. Nelson play it. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, How's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Well, say he likes her too. Don't sleep with somebody else in front of her because if no, you do, that's you make not it, Nelson though. It's he, not. But a he good, was up. But he was up front with her. Maybe it should have been. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut. Move. I didn't mean to, to to cut you off, Tyler. No, you're okay. But he he literally said. Ashley, I thought this wasn't a thing. Like, I thought we were just having fun. Like, he could have lied and been like, yeah, you my girl, you know blah, 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 blah. They, but he was straight They both messed her. up. They should have established that way before they got into the house. Correct. Well, she but, they, probably, they probably did. But she was drunk, so that doesn't help. She was also... <sighs> Nobody should be catching feelings. She was no. about halfway into Smashly at that point. Everything on these things should be viewed as temporary and not something that should take place in real life. But here's the issue that we have with this. When you're just hooking up with somebody that lives in the same city as you, you're not with them every day. When you're living with somebody, you can, you can, there's a reason why when, when people go to camp, kids go to camp, they fall in love because you're with somebody 24 seven for like six days straight. It happens. Well, here on the challenge house, we know that they were quarantined. So not only were they together for the first two episodes in that time frame. They were quarantined for however long. So we're talking being together for 25 days in a row, maybe potentially. And they basically that, said they were in the same city too. And that's where they well, initially yeah. hooked up when they were in the same exactly. city. Exactly. Apparently she lives like right down the street from him. Yeah. So Which like, apparently that. Texas is hugely popular for all the challengers to move to. 
<laughs> the only time the only time that a guy or girl can reject somebody else's in, like a love interest into them is when they are at the top of the food chain and the other is not because otherwise mm. you're getting get messed with this is like rivals three um oh what's her name this is bad i can't remember her name um she confessed her like she's like i really like you wes and wes is like no we're friends we can't do that he was okay uh. to do that because he was higher up on the food chain than she was there's really no chance of her coming back and hurting his game. Right. Wait, so, who was that? I can't remember. Um, uh, Tony's brother Shane and her got in a fight on Dirty 30 where he like hit her and she clawed his face. I can't remember her name though. And that's like my job. Oh, hey, wait, Simone? Simone, Simone, thank you. Simone yeah, confessed that she liked Wes? Yeah. Is that Simone? Yeah, on Rivals 3. I yeah, and Wes was like, no, that. you're not supposed to do that. We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> so Rejected, course, but politely. Yeah, very politely. So apparently, so after Nelson tries to like chill this whole thing out, he immediately goes over to Berna. And Ashley begins Typical. to have one of her fucking meltdowns. Berna did nothing wrong. No, she didn't. I don't think she deserved the vitriol. And now she has a target on her just because of Ashley's feelings. How do you guys think would be the best way for Berna to handle this? For, I think the first thing Berna has to do is get rid of Nelson. Is he worth it? I don't mean that he's not worth it or not a good person or anything like that, but is he worth messing up your whole game? No. I agree. the vets and Marianne Mitchell. I think she got to drop him. She's got to drop not? him, and she's got to approach Ashley when Ashley is sober. Right now, Ashley is drunk and she needs to maintain as much distance as possible from the crazy Ashley because Ashley's about to lose her shit and it's just going to be a bad thing. And she's a rookie. She does not right. want that unleashed on her. I do not believe that there's going to be that much of a difference between drunk and sober Ashley. But hang on a second. Why should she get rid of Nelson? Why shouldn't she just try and eliminate Ashley? <laughs> Cut Ashley, out the competition. Keep your comfort there. Continue on Ashley, in the game. I don't think she was that interested in him, though. Like they were dancing, they were dancing before club night when everybody was like dancing out on the patio, or whatever that little area, that cabana thing right. they got going. But what does that they mean? Were, that means they were dancing. Maybe they're having fun. Let that means they're fun. having fun away from alcohol. Away from but alcohol, listen, they're having fun together. The reason why you don't go after Ashley is because who else out there is really a multi, um, um a female multi champion? How many are even left? That are there, it's Ashley. Ashley's the only one, yeah. I mean, think about it. In the last couple of seasons, outside of Laurel and Cara, Laurel's, a, Laurel's only a single-time champion. No. no she Laurel's won only free agents. That's it. That's it? She just made it to her first four finals. Why did I feel like she won? She got second with Kenny. She got second with, um, with That's Abe, right. with Abe second. and Cara and them, and then she got second with they Cara again. They did get again. a second. Okay. Yep. <laughs> See, in my head, it's just like, Kenny and Laurel should have won that. <laughs> they really no, but, should uh, have. So your, your last multi-time female champions you've had on the show is Kara. So we're talking now, that's, that's four seasons ago. Um, and uh, before that, we're talking Paula. And before that, we're talking, or we're talking Veronica. Sarah. Veronica. Well, okay, Veronica. Yeah. Why do you, why do you <laughs> yeah, do that? A, why do you do that? That's just ruined. She's the first one. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. She's, yeah, she's... technically. Yeah, B Bill Russell also has a lot of rings when competition wasn't great as well back oh, in the 60s. Oh, oh no, okay. don't, don't do that. No, let's be honest. Being, I'm being honest. Shit on Bill Russell. I'm just being honest. 
the game was different back then. Yeah, the game was different. He had, he had an all-star team around him that helped him win when there was little competition around. Sounds like oh, Veronica. Wow. Sorry. You sound salty about wow. that. Wow. Anyway, moving on. Great um, gameplay, but just saying. The Veronica hatred. That's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> speaking, speaking of great gameplay, Cal's uh, Fessy approaches Cal's. And apparently he strikes some type of a deal of there's no need for me to come after you. There's no need for you to come after me. You know, that mutual just will stay the fuck out of each other's way until mm-hmm. we absolutely have to, which seems smart out of the two biggest guys. I mean, CT should have been in that conversation, but okay. Um, What did you guys make? Uh, I mean, knowing we know, knowing what we know now, this is obviously a fucking setup. And it wasn't even a real deal made. So Kells wasn't with none of this shit. Kells has conducted himself as somebody who would be great at this game. We're going to get more into that later on, but what did you guys make of this little uh, powwow during club night between Fessy and Kells? Go ahead, Becky. I think Kells handled himself really well. Like you said, he's he plays the, the game clean, as, as strangely as that sounds. With, with Yeah, with, but that's But it doesn't get you anybody. far. Yeah, exactly. And people don't trust with- it. I he was sleeping with Tori. How clean of a game is he playing? Like, Yo, Just because fam. he's not clean in his undercarriage doesn't I'm mean that kidding. he's not a clean player. I'm just kidding. I like Tori. I'm just kidding. I know. I it know, was just too easy. It was, it was an right easy there. shot. This should have a little zinga right there. <laughs> yeah, you, need so- you, need, you need a soundboard over there. Get some sound effects for us. <laughs> oh, my God. He used to. He used to have his sound effects board. He's They're going to come back. They're going to come back soon. But, but go, go, ahead, go ahead, Becky. But Play anyway. Clean game. So he plays a clean game. Fessy, he doesn't know how nasty and dirty Fessy is. So I knew from the jump, I was like, Fessy's setting him up. Fessy is going to set his ass up. And what happens? He immediately walks to Josh to do it. But I, what I was really taken back by is I didn't realize how big Kells was. And I think I talked about you with this, like Malik. Like, I was surprised at how big Fessy was when you saw him next to CT. And like, CT was like little. I was like, what the hell? And then you see Kells, who's just slightly taller than Fessy. I'm like, holy shit. They're yeah. bringing in monsters. <laughs> yeah, dude is huge. Dude is huge. Um, going ahead and moving on, we get to deliberations. Now, the Vets have already said that they're going to go after Kells, uh, which, which makes sense. He's a rookie. He's big. And they correctly identify him as a rookie who could put all the other rookies together. And band against them. Makes a, a good choice. Let's go ahead and get into deliberations. As soon as deliberations start, and Fessy and Josh already has been putting this in motion, Josh decides to speak up, and he goes, oh, you know, you're just making all of these deals with other people. I think it's dishonest. And the way that Kells... The way that Kells systemat- systematically dismantled everything Josh was saying was... The, I mean, that, sh- that was my absolute shit. He completely shitted on them in front of everybody. And it seems to be in a position that Josh is in a lot. Josh finds himself getting caught in lies and getting pretty much fucking disrespected. Well, it's, but, he gave me West vibes. I was like, yes, yeah, Kel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, but this is why it works. Because Josh spoke up and he put Kel's name on the line for every other person in that room. It's not your name. You might as it's an easy choice. As long as it's not your name, you can go with it. Um, but what do you guys make of that whole exchange, which was just absolutely glorious? I love the way Kells broke Josh 
little ass apart. So, like, tell me you're not used to being a leader without telling me you're not used to being a leader, Josh. Mm. Um, it's just like this guy didn't know what he was doing. He's literally, I, I, he, but my problem with deliberation, yeah, most times is when people come in and they try and like stir the pot with no actual facts, it just makes themselves look stupid. Like, all he did there was, yes, he got Kells as the target, but he was going to be the target anyways, really, without us speaking up. He should have just said, I th- I'm going to go for you. I think you're one of the top dogs of the rookies. That's who I think we should go for, guys, right now, because if not, you're going to beat everybody in a one-on-one elimination. Instead, he just showed, like, yes, I will lie all the time to anybody to get what I want. Absolutely. I thought it was a bad look. Becky? I agree with with Tyler. I think there's not a whole lot to say after that. What I found comical is, was it Tori? Who's like, wait, who is he making deals with? Because I need to know what's going on. And Josh literally started backpedaling like, shit, you're not supposed to ask me questions. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what- I don't want to sit up here and name names. No, nah, son, name names. We're in deliberation. And say the- names. This is the time to say names. And the way Kells is like, did I go to you? Did I go to you? And everybody was like, no, 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 no. And everybody's like, this motherfucker lying. I wish he would have been, but Fessy made a deal with me last night. That's what he should have done. You're going in to throw him under the bus. Yeah, that would, oh, that would have been amazing. But Man, challengers do not think like us. Well, he's he's a rookie though, but we see why. I was wondering why he didn't do that. Why he's not like, dude, you approached me. What the fuck? Right? So this is a very toned down, watered, like watered down version of Wes's move. I know we're talking about Wes a lot here on this episode for no reason, I guess. But, um, but this is a move that Wes did, uh, that Fessy did back on um Exus Two, where he convinces Leroy not to put him in and to put Zach. In. And he goes, "Listen, mm-hmm. Zach's my number one. I'm not telling you to put him in, but if you want to be my number one, all you got to do is get rid of Zach, and now you're my number one." Fessy literally was like, "Hey, Josh." You want to send him in? You can do this, man. You're the man. You can do it. And now it looks like Josh <laughs> looks like an idiot. Fessy's just sitting there, like, "Oh yeah, I guess my alliance partner did this." Like, I I love how Kel's caught on by the end of it. And you know what? A lot of the other rookies did too. Oh yeah. Everybody, because everybody was able to see through it, and everybody kind of see which way it was going. I thought it was a real good watershed moment for the rookies. Cause I realized now they know shit is not a game. Shit is, you know, you are being actively worked against. And if you're not actively working against the people who's who's trying to work against you, then you're losing out here. And I really hope this wakes up the rest of the cast because they've been kind of cool. They've been kind of floating. And this should have been a huge wake up call because as a rookies, if, the, if it's going to be the best versus the rookies, the rookies are getting their asses whooped. All rookie yeah. teams are going in again, taken out. And now you guys just lost one of your best potential leaders. It went from 19 to uh, 15 and now it's 15, 15 on rookies and vets. Here's the thing, though. Everybody out there, if you're going to listen to this, um, at the majority of people, I feel like, hate Fessy. The only reason Challenge fans like Fessy is because he's, he's, he's attractive. What would you say, Becky? <laughs> oh, you hate Fessy. But you'll probably admit he's, he's pretty. Fessy's a good-looking dude. No, he's attractive. Actually, not so much. Okay, the haircut's not helping the look. But I feel like, and I feel like that's why. Ugh. Okay, but anyways, I feel like that's why. That's why my point. But what I need to tell everybody is Fessy... Obviously, from last season to this season, saw his flaws, and I think he was studying the challenge, and I think he was working on his social game, and he was working on how to play strategically, because that move is not something that I would ever expect Messi to, Messi Fessy Messi to ever Fessy. try and do. No, you said it 100%. Um, I kind of was smelling it a little bit when he approached, approached him at club night. I was like, all right, that makes sense. 
I was just like, but it like if I was cows, I would feel like somebody's trying to get me into a false sense of security. Be, me being, you know, somebody who watches the challenge all the time. But I was like, all right, good for Fessy. I was like, all right, he's doing a little bit more. He does seem a bit likable. Um, a, a little bit. He seems less abrasive. I'm seeing, I think we're all seeing better qualities from Fessy so far. And he did make Josh look foolish. Jo it makes Josh look like he's playing a scare game. And he just sits back and keeps his hands free. And now he just got to vote somebody in, probably some rookies, who's not going to be able to hurt him in the long run. It was a great move by Fessy. It was. Hell's caught on, on Hell's caught on too late. Is what I was, was. going to say, the, the funny thing is, is, I'm sorry, I apologize. You're going to be next time. No, you're good. Uh, where Josh and him get together, like, yeah, we got blood on our hands. And Fessy kind of looked at him like, no, dude, you got blood on your hands. <laughs> yeah, we got blood on our hands. Yeah, both of us. No, not so much. <laughs> the comparison's always going to be there, but this literally reminded me of when CT stopped playing the game as I'm bigger, faster, stronger than everybody. And he started thinking. As soon as CT started thinking, he elevated his game tenfold. And we're seeing Fessy doing the same thing. So love him or hate him, it's better for the show because that's what we want to see. We want to see when Wes and Bananas aren't here, I want to see guys that are like trying to be masterminds of the game that are political. Not guys that no, are just like my best friends. That's what we play. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. It's funny you say that because um, it's crazy to think that this is when we're seeing peak CT, to, you know, uh, towards the back end, uh, instead of him running rip shit right throughout the house. But another thing that I noticed is people like CT, uh, people like CT, people like Tori, they're really not getting a whole bunch of camera time. A lot of it is on Fessy. A lot of it is on these new guys. What do you guys make of? The rookies getting a bulk of a lot of this camera time. The vets really not holding a whole bunch like they normally would. It's because they're leaving the show so soon. So if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna pay them so much money, you need to get your camera times worth right. out of it. Might as well get some content. Well, exactly. I feel like the drama is more with the the rookies as of right now. You know, the messiness, the you know, backstabbing and spying on each other. It's a lot like the. The veterans are using a lot of what the rookies are doing wrong to benefit them in a lot of ways. So by staying in the background and by staying almost quiet, you're going to see them creep through the game. And then CT is the kind of person he creeps and then he explodes. So he's going to come out swinging at the end. And I think he's really going to kill it. Pause. Yeah. And, and it's not a pause moment. And some of these rookies are really, like, they're rookie rookies. Some of them don't know shit about the challenge. But let's go ahead and move on to eliminations. Um, so, Kells is definitely, Kells and, oh, what's her name, Tracy? Tracy? Yes, Tracy. Kells and Tracy is going in, no surprise. The name of this, the name of this elimination is going to be called Flipping Agents. Looks pretty cool. We got an elevated platform. Female on the, on the, what do you call it? Gurney. Flip them over. They got to drop a rope. 
and pick up these magnetic boxes, which are puzzle pieces, and they got to put a puzzle together. What did you guys think of this uh, elimination? Me personally, I fucking loved it. I thought it was a great idea. It involved some strength. It involved a puzzle. It involved some dexterity and, and being able to maneuver this thing around. I thought it was a great elimination. How did you guys feel about the way this elimination was set up? Oh, yeah. Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, just so you know, Becky's actually to the other side. I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't know where sure you're pointing. And, uh, oh, yeah. yep, yep. I, I just saw yeah. it on Facebook. Yeah, Becky, yeah, go yeah. ahead. This way. What do you think, Becky? This way. <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, us. Come on. Let's go. Oh, Jesus. You need I'm to, looking at you now. I'm going to need you to calm down, sir. I'm just kidding. Aggressive and all that shit. But anyway, uh, I think it was fun. I, <laughs> I found it funny because it was different. You can tell it was different coaching aspects. Kells was much more aggressive. Get it done. Get it done. Quick. You're fucking up my game. Whereas. She was. <laughs> she really yeah. was. A poor Defense. thing. I feel bad for her, but she really could should have caught on faster. Um, and then Emmy, who had a, a more supportive, funny enough, uh, partner, which honestly, I think saved her at the end of the day. Because I think if it was reversed and Kells was her partner, she would have fallen all the way apart. So, so you think it was the whoever had the more supportive, laid back partner was the difference? Well, they were both freaking out because you could tell both of them were not calm souls. And I think that for her, she kept dropping it, and instead of just trying to help her, he was yelling at her. So that could that, that, that could throw your entire game off. Well, goddamn it, Tracy! Like I, I yeah. agree. I understand yeah, you, you, it. You over here fucking shit up. He's literally, he said it earlier that he, he hopes that it's a physical thing, guys against guys, girls against girls, because this whole partner thing isn't for him. <laughs> of course. And he's actually right. I hate the fact that if you're calling these people out individually, if you're not calling them out as a team, then they should be able to compete separately. I but agree. you're voting, but... in the, you're voting in the first group as a team then what they should do is everybody should be voted in individually then like that's the problem is that that the whole the whole point that i like about this is that the people that get sent in by the whole house kind of have an advantage because they have some chemistry together versus two random people potentially so that's what i like about it um that really has not been working out in their favor though <laughs> True. <laughs> no no but i i mean the the house has benefited though they've Put people in that have went home. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm the opposite of you guys. Uh, I, I didn't really care for this elimination really at all. Like I'm completely on the other side of everything that uh, you said, Malik. Um, I thought they were trying to do too many things when they could have just kept it. Just keep it simple. The best eliminations are simple. I 100%. I don't think the puzzle was really needed at the no. end. No. <laughs> it wasn't needed but at like, all. But like, like, it was such but, a dumb puzzle. But like, really, it's the, the world. guys didn't... The guys didn't do anything. Like, what, what's no, that? What's that gate weigh? Like fifty pounds, and those girls weigh like one fifteen, one twenty max. So, like, for those two dudes, that was literally there's nothing. Like, the girls were yeah. just like slamming down, and oh, then they're yeah. just like pulling them on a rope. <laughs> like, it really wasn't much work. Like, I thought it would have been better if, like, I don't know, maybe maybe it's like a longer rope, like twenty yards, and the guys have to like literally pull the girls back just so they can reach 
Like something, now you know that, what I mean? That would have been something. That could have really changed the game. It's putting a lot of strain on the guys, and the girls have to try and collect the pieces as fast as they can out of the area, like underneath them. Like that would have been so much better. But like overall, it's a, it was a fun elimination because it was different, but it was too much for me. It was an That's interesting right. take <laughs> on a puzzle. Yes. So Ed and Emmy gets voted in. They get the win. And I know a lot of people kind of feel salty about Kells having to go out this way. And I like Kells too. I think he's going to be a great addition, even though we only had him for two episodes. But the difference between, and, and don't get me wrong, losing your first elimination isn't the worst. A lot of greats have lost their first eliminations. Johnny Banana is the great. His first season didn't last that long. So I don't think that it is going to stop him. But the thing that's going to separate him from other rookies who came in or other big guys who came in is, when your number is called, you got to win these. As much as I like Kells, he didn't lose unfairly. He, I mean, don't get me wrong. He did have a partner that wasn't great, but when it was all said and done, he still lost the elimination. Nothing janky happened. So if you're going to be big on these things, you got to seal the deal when your number is called. I mean, it's just kind of weird. Like MTV seems to, I'm just going to call them out and everything. They seem to kind of tailor eliminations towards the people that they want to stay. That's what they do. Like you can say they don't, but there's a reason Leroy's only had 100% of his eliminations be physical headbangers. Every single one. He's had yeah, no puzzles. Not yeah, no, but th they, they didn't know they didn't know who was going to go into elimination they before knew. they caught him out. They know the two people that were going in. So I'm just saying like if they don't re if they really wanted them there, like like oh man, hall brawl. oh man, if Fessy, they Fessy the has power. Wait, it's a hall brawl? Maybe he'll throw himself in. Like come on. Like, oh, Jordan's going to call himself in against Bananas? No, Bananas is our guy. We want him to win this season. Let's do a punching thing where you need two hands. Like, they, they do. You can say they don't, but they do. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You called him all I the never, way out. I never believed in that conspiracy theory of, of them uh, setting up these. Uh... They were off rotation. Well, I mean, <laughs> think of it like this. Kara had a broken hand and she had to do the punching of the wall thing with Laurel. That's yeah. Wow. They didn't. They didn't want her in the final because what if she got medically disqualified in the final? Now you have to send a guy home as well. It makes it all messy. You might as well get the injured person out of there. That's. You are surprisingly callous at this. Whole thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like when when MTV like in that car situation, they're like, it's up to you if you want to continue. That's them saying like, we don't want to disqualify you because you're one of ours, but please say you want to go home. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they, they do. You can say they don't tailor these things, but when they know somebody that's going in and they want them to stay longer, you can't. You can't. I, I can say they they don't do it. You could say they don't do it, and we could be hundred percent right or wrong. Like we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Well, we do know. Kells and Tracy has gone home. Which was Tracy the one with the laugh? No. No. Who, who who got the laugh? Corey's, Corey's partner. partner. That's Corey's Bettina. partner, which is... Um, Bettina. Yeah, Bettina. She's the one that sounds uh, like a seal. But let's just... Like Eddie Murphy multiplied. So here's what I'm going to say. We will see Kells next season or two seasons from now. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed what you saw of Tracy because you'll never see her again. Uh, she didn't... I like her, but she didn't, bring any, she didn't bring anything at all. Isn't she like Love Island too? Yeah. Yeah. So no idea. Yeah, she is. No idea. Um. All right. She was there so because she was gotta... pretty. 
So at the end of it, we got a change up of the teams. Ed went with Tori. Number one female which... pick. Why? I mean, yeah, but then again, look at the amongst females. the females. Ashley isn't there? Yeah, but uh, mentally stronger, above average in like all aspects, including puzzles, distance, strength. Um, has, has, She's has got a better good, attitude. Has easier gotta, to work with. You need somebody who's going to be able to put that all together at the end. And all reality, picking her is always going to be short-lived because it seems like everybody's going after her. If you want to get a partner you're going to be able to work with, work with for a while, going in a different direction. I probably would have went Ashley just because she's likely to get picked less. And even though she's kind of crazy, she has proven that if you're able to work with her, you could work with her all the way to the end. True. And and then we see Emmy go out and get the number one draft pick overall. <laughs> the best guy in the house. <laughs> like, look what happens like when this guy works out. Look what happens when this guy works out. He works out just a little bit, and now he's the cream of the crop. The fact boggles my mind. That that has happened more than once. The fact, and obviously and Devin, others. the way he handles it just makes it even better because he's like number one pick over CT, over the, the, Bessie, <laughs> over Corey, over Nelson, over Kyle. There's some solid guy picks. I really wish picks, that he yeah. would have turned around and been like, "Hey, I just got picked again. Fuck you, Kyle." Like that would have <laughs> been like just because those two always go at it. I would have loved that. They are. That would have been very on brand. Uh, okay, new teams. Uh, so who got put together? I think it was um, it was Corey, Al, and Michelle, right? Mich- yep, Michelle. Yeah. They're back together. After they worked well in that elimination. They did. Back together. Those are the new teams. That's going to do it for us here. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we go ahead and get out of here? How long do you think the girl with the, way, the, the seal laugh is going to last? Like, do you think people are going to put it in because they're irritated by her? I don't know. I if think she's, she's likable. Epi- I, I do find her likable, but if she's still here by episode six, I don't see it. Corey's going to want to switch out. Uh, the, the first second she does really shitty at a daily, they, they're going to get her the fuck about it. What, the- All of these rookies, I'm not going to lie, some of these rookies seem really, really interesting. Uh, Manuel, actually Michelle, first look, I didn't really think much of her, but I think she has some staying power. She might yeah. be a mainstay. But- She's got. She's but, pretty yeah, solid. Like 70% of these people, come on. What, think we're ever going to see fucking Gabo again? No. Never. But, fucking never. But, but Ed, Emmy maybe. Ed? I like Ed. Ed's, I like Ed a I like lot. Ed I think Ed's going like to Ed. be a stayer. I think he's going to Corey, stick. Corey L like looks like he's going to stay. Yeah. Um, Ed is a good energy. Huey yeah. and Jeremiah. I, they're, they're, I don't really see for Huey. Jeremiah needs to be more interesting. Yeah, Jeremiah's just he did, there. He did show excellent speed. Uh, on the field today, but some of these people is going to be good. But God, we've had such better you know, rookies before. Well, yeah, but the better rookies we've had have had scandals, and so it's like they're, maybe they're playing yeah. it safe with people that they know are a little bit safer. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> the- yeah, Maddie D and Ninja were just like, "Fuck this." <laughs> well, Ninja God. has issues, so she- I think she might be actually banned because of the her prior comments. Too. I don't think banned. I just think just not invited back. She's well, just not interesting. I don't think. I don't speaking think of it. speaking of banned, if you guys want to see more of the challenge content that we got going on for you guys, Love War Challenges presented the ban list. Uh, it's you know it's really hot right now. It's it's the flavor of the month right now for challenge content. The top ten on guys that are banned, girls that might be back. Go check it out. Link up here somewhere. It's here. 
on, 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 on YouTube, Malik is going to put a little link here that's clickable for you guys. God, yeah, I like how you volunteer me for more work. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Well, you takes do it two, for him then. Takes two seconds. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. That's going to do it for us. Make sure you check out shopthechallenge.com. Get all of your custom challenge gear this season, last season, the season before that. Custom made shit. Chance versus star, stars. Chance versus pros. All kinds of wild shit. Whatever you want, we got it. Hit me up. We'll make it. Make sure you check us out on TikTok. We're actually doing really well over there. Nice little community. Um, we post some of our clips up there, so make sure you guys check that out. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Challenges. Follow us on Twitter at LWC Podcast. Also on Instagram. Make sure you listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio, wherever your fucking favorite podcast app, we're there. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Once again, thank you guys for spending your time with us. We appreciate that. We love you guys. That's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Thank <laughs> you.